Moncrief on News Talk. Mairead Lavery uh, joins us once again. Good afternoon, Mairead. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, Good well, afternoon to you. Uh, no snow here. No snow there. But, uh, but apparently, oh, it's not God. snow. It's called something or something else. But um, <laughs> I saw that yesterday. All right, yeah, Google uh, or something. Yeah, no, I was, was, was going to call it Gruffalo. Frosty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 shocking frosty though. It's really really cold and very. And some of my pet plants in the garden have succumbed. So I'm I'm not in good sorts today. Right. Oh God, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, well, no, I've been minding on these things for the last two years nearly, echiums. And even though we put f- f- uh, fleece and everything on them last night um, and the night before, and we minded them last week, and then about three weeks ago there was another heavy frost, and it takes them two years to flower. Um, and anyway, well, you know, if I could last for another six weeks or so, they'd be safe. But they look very miserable today, really miserable. Oh, God. And I suppose it's it's a time to be uh, checking on the neighbours and that kind of thing? Well, it is. You know, I know I've said this before, but, you know, an awful lot of people, they're not getting the number of visitors they used to get. And they're living by themselves. And it's really just to look out for vulnerable neighbours and relations, not to be afraid to double check them. Um, Like, you know, for instance, you know, make a, a phone call at a designated time say like 10 o'clock in the morning, just to say, well, did you have a good night? And, you know, what's happening today? Are you talking to anybody else? So that they know and you know that they're going to have a chat. And older people, I cannot understand this. The minute that I hit 66 or whatever age it is when I'm eligible for a panic button or that kind of safety procedure, I will be the first on the line to get them. Um, So if you're an older person living alone, have your panic button on so that if you fall or anything happens outside, you've access to some sort of way of contacting people. Keep sure, make sure the phone is powered up the whole time. Um, keep your mobile powered up. Wear a high vis jacket, especially now. You know, you might be going out to the chickens out in the backyard. You might be going, you know, just down into the back garden because, you know, urban areas. Um, you know, there are a lot of big back gardens there and somebody could go down for something, go down for some, a bucket of sticks or something like that and um, and fall and nobody knows where they are. Um, have your panic. If you're going out to check livestock a couple of fields away and or maybe you're going delivering them some feed or something like that, make sure you tell somebody you're going out and when you should be due back. So it's just to give people a bit of information about you should be at a certain time so that if they check in on you they, if they know if you're not answering to double check that something is up mm-hmm. so um, I, I think every one of us you know COVID and, and I know people have to stay away from people but just knock on the window knock on the door and go to the window and make sure those older neighbours and, and friends or relations have somebody to call in on them and to double check them in this kind of weather Yeah now, and in this weather now would cattle or sheep be outside or is everything indoors now? Well, it depends on the kind of ground that you have, to be honest, Sean. If you've got good dry ground, like up around Mead and Midlands and places in the Golden Vale, you have no worries at all. If you have light, lightly weighing stock, like we have with sheep, they're fine outdoors, especially if you're feeding them. Like we've, we've about 60% of our flock indoors now. All our yos that are having triplets and twin lambs are all inside in the shed and they're delighted with themselves. The ones who are having singles, the young hoggets that we'll be putting in lamb next year, they're all outdoors and they're getting a bale of silage or a bale of hay. They're getting some cereal feed 
and they're delighted with themselves too. So it really depends. Most cows are in, but if you're down in, in West Cork now, facing out onto the Atlantic, you, you know, you'd be very quickly looking at getting them out to grass and that's where they want to be. So again, it depends on your ground conditions. Parts of the country, you couldn't put a, a, a two hens out of the <laughs> sink, you know. So um, other parts of the country, you could put a huge big tractor uh, on, you know, I, I saw a tractor, actually, I think it was spreading manure or it could have been spreading um, slurry on one of the YouTube things there this morning. And uh, mother of God almighty, he was on the edge of a cliff looking out on the Atlantic. I never seen the like of it. Um, he had nerves of steel to get around. But um, but no, a lot of stock are in, uh, but then there's stock out. And this, I wanted to come on to this then. This problem that has arisen, well, no, it's always been there, but it has actually taken off. And one of the possibilities is that people who have dogs for the first time in their lives because of COVID, you know, they got a dog. Mm. And they're not used, maybe now the dog is that much older and they're letting them out and they don't know where they are some of the time. But there has been an absolute spate of dog attacks, so much so that the Gardaí today have issued an appeal to dog owners to ensure their dogs are kept under control. Now, the guards estimate that there were 400 sheep attacks last year and that 4,000 approximately sheep were killed as a result. But that, that only tells the very basic story here. Um, in, um, over the last, there's, as I said, there's been a spate of attacks, Kerry, Galway, Waterford, Leash, all in the last two months. In Galway, seven sheep were killed, four more died in their injuries and more will have miscarried. In Leash, it was a group of lamb of sheep, yos, carrying twins and triplets that were killed. And another 32 of them were, wor 132 of them were worried. Um, and in that case, the farmer had separated out his doubles and, and triple yos to give them that extra bit of support during, you know, while they're waiting to lamb. And they were the ones that were attacked. And they are helpless. They're absolutely helpless. It's like putting in a pack of dogs into a group of toddlers. Yeah. That's it's that it's about as helpless as that. And the situation has got so bad that the IFA has started a campaign now, no dogs allowed. And these posters are starting to go up on farms across the country, sheep farms across the country, because while they were happy to let people and walkers come in with their dogs, if the dogs are just taken off the leash and let run wild, um it the the consequences are absolutely horrendous for people. And you know, it's not just the dead yos who are torn apart viciously and not for eating, just for killing. For, mm. It's called savaging sheep. That's the word that's used. Um, it's, it's not just that. The vets are reporting that the, lamb, the yos that have managed to hold on to their pregnancies, that those, um, those lambs are badly mispresented and are causing very difficult births that require a vet to be there. So between the losses, the worrying... The, the 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 after impact it's really significant and it's going on like everywhere like right in the middle of leash eight eight yos carrying what well, they were the twins and the triplets in waterford 17 were killed and another nine were badly savaged in kerry 22 yo lambs were killed so what people you know it's just if you have your dogs be aware that, you know, for some reason, they really go after sheep. And it could be the nicest little pet of a thing. Yeah. And I see on, on YouTube as well, they're rerunning that ad about the dog being let out at night and the way he turns into a savage and, and then comes back and gets a pat on the head and sits down. 
But should you just remind dog owners that they have an obligation to have their dogs under control at all times on farmland. And, you know, the there's only we, we need more dog wardens to patrol the situation. But of the 800,000 dogs in the country, it's reckoned that only about a quarter of them are chipped. So they, we need wow. that chipping to be. Yes, only about two. Well, actually. The Garda give the figure of 217,261, so that's pretty precise. Um, and what they're looking for is a single database for microchip dogs. But if you see these signs going up in different parts of the country, um, no dogs allowed, there's a very good reason for it. It's because of the 400 estimated attacks a year, the 4,000 dead sheep, the tens of thousands of sheep that are worried and lose their lambs, and the economic consequence for farmers. So I just be urge people not to keep their dogs on a leash when they're going through farmland. Um, it's absolutely essential. Uh, has the farmer, if 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 the farmer knows the dog's been coming onto the land and worrying or attacking the sheep, uh, has the farmer any legal recourse to do anything? Well, he needs to call the guards. Um, that's the first thing they have to do, and to try and get the the dogs off the land and away from the sheep. Um, they are entitled, to the best of my knowledge, to shoot and uh, any dog that's seen to be damaging sheep or to be to be to be savaging them or attacking them. They have that right if they're in the process of doing it. Now, if they've catched the dog two fields over, I don't know what the situation is there. But I mean, they need you know the guardie will intervene here. Um, and you know it's very hard to track the a dog if you see a dog three fields away from a sheet of sheep attack. Um, if he's not microchipped or anything, sure, it doesn't, you know, there's no, there's nothing at the end of it for him. Because if your dog does attack a flock of sheep, you are, in, you are uh, liable for the damages. And, um, but if you're not microchipped, people will just stand in, at their front door or their back door and say, that dog is not mine. I never saw that dog before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, uh, so uh, a bit of optimism for the ploughing for this year. Yes, yes, it's um, it's starting. All systems go. They're getting ready. Um, and no better people down there in 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 County Carlow and County Leash. Um, so we're hoping everything will go ahead for the ploughing for twenty one. Um, it's day. It's scheduled for the to the eighteenth of September in Ratanisca in County Leash, and it's running for four days because it's hosting the World Championships as well. So it's early days, but they're getting the ball rolling and they're open for bookings from exhibitors and all from the middle of March. And they're saying if it has to be cancelled, the, the exhibitions will be cancelled first, then the, the international ploughing and finally the national ploughing. They'll try and hold on to that championships right up to the bitter end. And the event will remain in County Leash in the event of it having to be um it cancelled for a second time. So look at we ha can only be optimistic. We can only hope these things might happen, and uh, and you never know they might. You never the, know. Anyway, I, I, optimistic people than the 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 McHugh's anyway to make sure it happens. Yes, indeed. And speaking of optimism, someone's texted in to say, "Tell Maraid my etchiums look dead after the the frost and still bloomed. They'll recover." Oh well, that'd be great. I hope so. Now, yes. <laughs> I really we tried Let's... to grow these plants, Sean, for six years, and I get them so far, and then the bloody frost, because we're quite high here in Canada, 
and um, the frost gets them and the wind. And we put we put um, a barrier around them this time, and we put the fleece on top of them. But between the wind and everything, it's not um, ideal. So yeah. they were looking so sad this morning. I even I usually go out that door, and instead I was going out the back door to go away from them so that I wouldn't have to look at them. <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh, fingers crossed uh, they will it's come so back sad, and the weather will improve uh, take care Marie thanks a million uh, uh, once again for uh, talking with us that was uh, Marie Lavery. Moncrief on News Talk.